All right, everybody, welcome back to the Agents of Comic Book Podcast. I, of course, am Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. That's right, and we are, we're taking a quick break from our Batwoman series today because we wanted to get a, a quick little Joker ep in there before, while it's still in theaters, while people can see it. While it's still somewhat revelant. 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 <laughs> you're, on our, Relevant. you're on your A game today, yeah, Eric. Yeah, great I'm, start. Thanks for bringing it. <laughs> but, of course, we, if we're going to talk about the Joker, we had to bring in our yes. local resident Joker expert. Yeah. Uh, me. Uh, Lucas be, be Cloudy me. Hale. It'd be me. That's right. I'd be the one who ju- does the Joker. And also, I do want to bring up while we're in here that if you do want to follow us um, on Twitter, we do announce beforehand what we're reading, so that way you can follow along with what we're doing. We're on Twitter at Agents of Podcast. So we do. We are trying to. And I mean, generally, we just like talking about comics, and we follow you know, retweet creators. And mm. and if you do follow, we'll follow you back because this is a book club community. Oh yeah. yeah. We're not. We're not above you. I oh, want to. No. I want to see everything you're tweeting. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna follow very closely. <laughs> we're gonna really go take a fine tooth comb through that. <laughs> like, mm, this uh, sub I had at this sub shop was really tasty. We're gonna be there the next day, being like, I'll give it a six out of ten at best. Yeah, we're, we're gonna review your sub sub shop. It's not up to par. Oh yeah. Damn it, XX Sonic Lover sixty nine sixty nine. I thought. These, the sub would be better. I mean, I guess if you don't want us to follow us, let you know. I assume most people would want that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, anyway. I mean, if you want any questions, uh, you can tweet them at us. You can email us, yes. right? The email and, is... Yeah, and one thing is because we're going to read any mail that we get on the on the yeah, show. Yeah. Like I said, it's interactive. We want to know. And it doesn't have to be about comics. It can be if you want to let us know what you thought about what we're reading or what you're pulling and just anything about comics or just tell us about your day. Just yeah. crazy shit. If you just survived like a crazy plane <laughs> crash, let us know. Yeah, I'd love that. That would be a great story. I've got a great <laughs> question. Um, I'm on iFunny, the comic community there and someone asked i like put up the thing like just like any questions you want to ask and i got like a really good one so uh well, I, say, save a, that for our mail I, oh yeah yeah We're, we'll, we'll get there i'm just i, I consider that mail for that yeah, yeah, I, yeah i consider that mail so we'll yeah. include that we did also get some other mail in uh our if you want to send us mail it's going to be at agents of comic book at gmail.com so go ahead and send us anything uh and we'll read it on the podcast so we'll have the mail section in between our two books i think we'll get yeah. to it then <laughs> All right, but yeah, we're here to talk about Joker. Today we're going to be talking about Killing Joke by Alan Moore. That's, of course, I mean, if you're going to talk about Joker, I feel like you got to cover that one. I don't think anyone's heard of that one. Um, no, if you're, if you're not sure about it, it's about... A quick story about Batman and this villain I haven't really heard of. I think he's called the Jokester. Uh, he, Jokester. He, sounds, he sounds like a real D-lister. Like, he would never really take off. Yeah, he's nah. some kind of clown. I think he's like a Pennywise ripoff. Yeah. yeah. But Cheesy. then. Uh, but, but before that, we're actually we're going to review uh, volume three of Scott Snyder's Batman run, which is where he brought back uh, the Joker back to the new 52 on a very weird take on the Joker. But I do like it. Actually. Yeah, it's interesting. But, for sure. But he's we'll, fucked. He, he's he's <laughs> oh, a little fucked. fucked. Yeah, he's pretty fucked. <laughs> um, but we'll get to how fucked he is in a minute here. Um, yeah, because we're going to be talking about uh, Scott Snyder uh, art by Greg Capullo. So, uh, so yeah, we're opening the co- up the comic. This is kind of where Joker comes back after not being in the new 52 at all. So this is really everyone's first exposure to him. And I think that the writing on the Joker is like perfect for this. I don't know if I love the design. There's some time. Okay, I we'll get into it as we go through here. There's some moments where I'm like, yes. There's other moments where I'm like, mm, no. And especially, yeah, especially near the end. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I, agree with all that. But one thing I do love about the opening of this comic is I think Scott Snyder kind of tries to write this whole thing kind of like a horror, a horror movie, oh which God. is a good take on the Joker. I think yeah, that's I a love, the especially way you do it. this version of Joker because yeah. when they bring him back. Like they, it does work with that design. Yeah, well, we'll mm-hmm. touch on it with like Harley later. But they like this isn't our Joker. Like something has snapped in him. Yeah, and so he's a little bit 
off. And then you can, the way they kind of show that, obviously, is we can talk about this. The Joker has removed his own face. Yeah. Well, actually, it's te- well, te- technically someone called the Dollmaker did it, but he let him do it. Okay. He asked him to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. He, it was part of his plan. Okay. Um, so this is volume three of Death of the Family, right? Yeah, you, so... You have the hardcover. So did that mm-hmm. happen before he went missing? No, so this he... is where the Joker comes back. But just to kind of introduce people who haven't read this, this is the third volume of this Batman run. So Batman's done a little bit of stuff leading up to this, which Joker does reference later in the comic. Okay. Because at this point where we're picking up, just to give you some context of where Bruce is at, he just got done with like a really bloody like fight with the uh, Court of Owls and got like messed up. Ah, uh, yeah. And so he's kind of like just getting back into just being normal Batman again, and then this happens, and he's like, <laughs> fucking, oh. <laughs> look at this art. Okay, so if we're looking at this, like, I think it's the second page, this art on Jim's face, just like that energy that oh, yeah. going there. That's, it, uh, just exhaling smoke through right. his nose. It, kind of looks, it does look really good. Greg Capullo is like a legendary Batman artist, so yeah. I got n- nothing bad to say about that. One thing I do love about this intro is it sets up like a horror movie where they're just saying, like, we knew it was going to be a weird day. All these weird things were happening, yeah. and, and we knew all the signs were aligning. <laughs> Should saw it coming and one that i really love is there's they describe this animal that's born at the zoo they're like <laughs> they're like this animal was born with two heads at the zoo and we knew it was going to be a messed up week <laughs> and, and then like because they're like a bunch of kids saw it they were there to see the live birth of that animal and then it came out with two heads and they were scarred <laughs> i'm like what were those kids doing there at a live birth of a zoo animal I, a kid I, is going to be scarred I, seeing that no matter what how many heads yeah, it comes out exactly. with exactly is that, that a thing in real life i hope i mean I know they, they I'm, I'm, I know they have videos of it sometimes online, what? but like they gather around kids. This animal's giving birth. <laughs> so, so the next thing we get is at the GCPD where they're kind of just trying to make. I think they all know that something bad's about to happen, but then whoever was watching outside the GCPD was having a really bad time because somehow all the lights go out in the whole facility, and we get this classic horror movie setup, which is amazing. Yeah. Someone standing in the doorway. <laughs> Wonder who that is. And and it works because I think this scene. There's a lot of it's pretty wordy, which I normally don't like. But for this, it, it slows down what's going on, which, yeah. which helps a lot. Because otherwise, you'd burn through all these like just panels that are just completely pitch black. Mm-hmm. So I think that works really well because oh. uh, you hear Joker's voice in the background, and there's gunfire, and there's obviously people getting stabbed and getting attacked. Yeah. So it's like a massacre at the GCPD, but you can't see anything. No, what kind of irked me is okay. So has Joker ever been established as being like a good fighter? Yeah, sometimes well, because he, can hold he his just own. bodies everyone in this room, like breaks their fucking necks. I can believe. Like, I mean, he's got like a. I think you don't see it, but I'm, I have to assume he's not here alone. No, he is. he is. He? Yeah. I guess. I no, guess he it, might well, be. It's, the thing yeah. is, you have to remember is that we only ever see him fight Batman. True. Yeah. The most skilled hand to hand fighter. Yeah. So, out there. so if he's if he's even kind of hanging on with Batman, if he yeah, if he's yeah. going against a room full and of he, cops that they can't see anything, that yeah, that gives him a well, great advantage. And he's like six two. He's a master of killing. Like he's he, like oh, he, he's six two. He yeah, dude. He's oh, like damn. the same height as Bruce. I thought Bruce was like six four. Yeah, and he's just like a little bit shorter. Okay. Yeah, he's like right up there. Okay. But yeah, we do kind of. I, I think Scott Snyder is. Uh, we're kind of getting hints. He kind of talks a little bit about the killing joke yeah. here a little yeah, bit yeah. as well because he's teasing Gordon with all the stuff that he's tormented Gordon with yeah. over the years. Yeah, Gordon um, is oh, in God. a bad way in this fucking yeah, volume. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, him and the Joker have a history. It's yeah. not good. But then uh, the lights finally come back on because guess who's here? It's Batman. He's like, I've come, Jim. <laughs> yeah, just in time. Yeah, yeah, thanks a lot, Batman. I hear what I miss. <laughs> yeah, we see literally like almost every cop in the force dead on the floor. It's like yeah. Batman, you're late on this one, buddy. <laughs> and then like his, he came back to get his face, right? That was the whole reason. He right. Was yeah, there. we find we find that out too that the, uh, the face is because Joker left his face when he cut it off. Gotcha. So he comes back into the facility to grab his face back and then leaves. And oh, okay. Every time we see him after that, that's where we get this look that we're gonna get for the rest of the arc. <laughs> yeah. Which is Joker with his face literally tied to his own head, hooked on. So yeah, this next page we get uh, Joker up on the. Um, 
in the Batcave up on the monitor. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how I feel about that design. Like, what would have been his new 52 design if his face was still on? I, I don't mind it. I think it, I think the, it looks kind of menacing, like a horror look without He's missing his red lips. That bothers me. That's yeah. true. He, he almost doesn't, doesn't have, have lips. lips. Yeah. 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 Uh, besides that, though, like I think it's a good look. Yeah, because yeah. you just kind of—it's just up on the monitor because we don't ever see that Joker in this volume. No. The gist of, I guess, the theme of this arc, and it's one thing that bothered me at first because it seems like in the beginning of this, they're trying to make it seem like Bruce doesn't really trust any of the members of the Bat Family a lot when it comes to the Joker, because uh, you know Damien brings it up later on. We'll get like him arguing with Nightwing and Batgirl mm. and and even Jason. And even with Jason, I'm sure he's like, "Fuck you, man." <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but, no one knows shit. But yeah, there's a lot of. It seems like. And it's, it's one thing I don't really like, because I like when we get that warm version of Bruce Wayne. Like, at least when he's with his close family. Yeah. I would argue that it makes sense, though, because think about what Joker's taken from him. And it depends on, like, what you... like. What Especially after not. Jason. No, I get what they're Jason, going for. Jason, yeah. And, then, and like, by the, the end, they do for, turn it around. So yeah, that's why... I, with Tim. Right. And shit is, it's just like, Joker's just the kind of guy, it's like, hey, if you guys want to help me fight literally anyone else, sure. But with him, kind of stay away, because he will... He will get you, and it will be bad. Right, and and this message does kind of turn around by the end, which kind of sold me on the whole thing. I was like, okay, you're just kind of breaking it down so you can build it back up, and I don't mind that. Because yeah. you did kind of reboot Batman, so it's a good moment for people who were like just getting into Batman. And so the, the manhunt for the Joker is pretty much officially begins here because the Joker is called out on TV that he's going to try to kill the mayor. Another classic Joker. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill the mayor. <laughs> and so the mayor is being put on high alert. All the GCPD cops are kind of in his office. Uh, there's a cool part where Gordon even goes by the elevator and he's like, I know you're in here, Batman. He's like, I'm running surveillance. Don't worry. <laughs> and uh, and it's pretty much Joker obviously sees this whole scheme coming because it ends up being that the, the mayor was never the target. Batman figures it out like just too late. Yeah, yeah. that it's the inverse. That's what it was. I think in the yep. in the man who laughs, he kills the mayor. So that's pretty cool. He's going back and basically just redoing all his crimes with a little twist. Right. So we've gone in this comic. We've had like the old classic slasher type of horror. Now we've got this like almost zombie looking horror with the bloated body. Yeah, it's like it's body horror. Yeah, yeah. it's it's good because Capullo like and Scott Snyder has done like a bunch of horror comics like in, in indie stuff. So this mm-hmm. is like in his wheelhouse. This is great. Um, and then so this one part that's pretty dumb is he does get the clue for where to go find the Joker by taking the initials of all the chemicals in the Joker toxin. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, sure. Yeah. He's like, he hid these clues for me here. I'm uh, like, is this the Joker or the Riddler? <laughs> well, doesn't that kind of happen at the end, too? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, it happens all over. He yeah. keeps he keeps leaving these little hints like the Riddler would. And I'm okay. like, okay. Well, I mean, Joker's kind of... T- like, I guess. Joker's never going to ma- do a crime and not let Batman know. But, but the him. Joker's even in this comic later, and it's like, you're kind of taking his thing, man. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> gonna, <laughs> you mean the Riddler? The Riddler, yeah. 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 Because the, the <laughs> Enigma's probably like, dude, you're leaving clues. That's my thing. Uh, Batman gets led to Ace Chemicals, which is where the, the clue led him. It's yeah. where he originally where fought the began. Red Hood, Joker. It's We'll come up to it in the Killing Joke as well when we get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know how Batman doesn't recognize this sooner, but it's Harley Quinn under the mask. And so yeah, how big was the shirt to hide her body? <laughs> well, right? he, he did, we do see him later, like putting a bunch of like Kevlar and stuff on her, like to just like pat oh, her out, like yeah. look a little bit beefier. Uh, but we do end the comic with uh, Joker, because now that we know that Joker's after the Bat family, for some reason, the one member of the Bat family who Batman did not post a guard on was Alfred. The most important to him. <laughs> right. Like his dad figure. And then the little two-headed uh, animal shows up. Oh, yeah, who I get, kitty. Yeah, he, he's apparently fine. Like, that thing is fine. I don't know yeah, why they Yeah, I don't know how Joker it. already nurses things to, like, enough health where he right. can walk around. Right. But then Joker, you know, he knocks out Alfred, and that's pretty much the last we'll see of him until the very end of the story. Because he's going to be... How dare him. He's going to be the damsel for this yeah, arc. And this is the reveal of what he looks like here. And it's, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, we do finally get a look of what Joker... Bad. He looks messed up. I like the. I do like his outfit. 
like the white gloves with like the uh, mechanic. Yeah, the janitor outfit. Yeah, it's some about it just feels like it just feels right for this comic. Yeah. It's, right. all, it's dirty. It's grimy. It's just, yeah, yeah. I don't mind the the cut off face in a vacuum. It's just this is such a. I think it's a really good Joker story. So I wish he just looked normal, so it could just be a normal classic Joker story. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's I, I selfish know. of me. I, don't yeah, know. I was gonna say I think it works in the story. I, I think I think it. I don't know. It probably does work, but I don't know. So they did leave that issue in kind of a cool cliffhanger where it's like a classic Batman situation. It's like you're locked in the tank of chemicals. Are you yeah. gonna get out? And then Batman has to like over like override controls, which is like classic Batman <laughs> right. line. Fucking jetpack. Like, you mode. should just set the controls to never question you. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna override it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, he overrides the explosion, gets out of the tank safely. But yeah, the next again, we get more of the Joker ad- acting like the Riddler. This one's even lazier because he just writes the word Gordon on the tape that he finds. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I looked it up. This isn't the name of the artist who wrote this tape. Like that was you had to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gordon, I remember him. He's very famous. Yeah, right. <laughs> but so Joker's getting lazier with his clues all of a sudden. Well, I mean, that's maybe that's why he's not the Riddler. Riddler's sitting back there like, hmm, C minus work. Yeah, really these true. are terrible clues, Joker. <laughs> and so uh, he goes to investigate Gordon and he's too late because by the time he gets to Gordon, he's already like, I'm not feeling so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Stark. <laughs> and well, yeah, oh, he I goes mean, Spider-Man wishes... Like Spider Man should like thank his lucky star. He didn't go he, like this. Yeah. yeah, that he got his way. Because what happens to Gordon is fucked. Yeah, he starts yep. bleeding from pretty much every orifice. Orifices. Orifice. Whatever. He starts bleeding from whatever he has. It's like every pore almost. Yeah. Like. yeah. And uh, somehow he's fine though. Because oh, we open up the next issue and it's like, oh, it was it was a close call, but he's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we somehow kept him from you know immediately bleeding. He's out. He's a tough yeah. son of a bitch. Yep, Bob, we'll go with it. Sure, like unadulterated determination kept him alive. We we think it was the mustache that kept him alive. Oh, hand, <laughs> he stored down. all of the blood into his mustache <laughs> temporarily. Absorption. I love this opening. Monologue. Yeah, these parts are cool. Yeah, Look the, into his eyes and tell yourself he's just a man. He, that comes up a lot in this arc later on after this panel because yep. this is a, a great first issue to a comic to just kind of reintroduce you to what's going on because it's just Joker's face with like a whole black background and like no text boxes around the text, so it's just like all disorganized. Yeah, it's just like his thoughts about it. It's like yeah, tell it's just yourself, a man, stream of consciousness. Yeah, tell yourself he can't know the things he says and he does. He uh, he can't know your fears, but he has, but he has Alfred. Yeah, that, that part at the end where it's just like remind yourself he's a man. Like he eats, he sleeps. Yep. Like he's well, see, and that's they kind of get into this more like as the comic goes on. But it, what I thought was really cool because through most of this, I was like, why is Batman being so like dead set on that? Like Joker, like didn't get into the Batcave. He doesn't know who I am. Yeah, that does come up in this issue, I believe, because uh, it, no, it does because yeah. the, the the other Bat family members are very rightly questioning Bruce yeah, at this like, point. What are you talking? Like, how could you be like, so sure? Alfred dude? just got kidnapped by the Joker at Wayne Manor. Like yeah. he knows who you are. He's gonna figure out who we are. Yeah, yeah. it's this opening line of this comic. That's right. That's right, bats. I know who you are under that little mask. And uh, yep. more to the point, all of you out there listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's this story, and I'm, I'm guessing this goes back to another probably like Golden Age uh, Joker story where he's fighting the Joker on a blimp. Joker falls off, and then Joker and Batman goes back to his bat cave in his little bat boat. Yeah. <laughs> and he, when he gets back, he finds this Joker card yep. that's attached to the boat. So he has this worry for a minute in the back of his head, like, did Joker grab onto the boat? And follow me back to the Batcave. Yeah, but uh, it we, it ties around they, to the back. They of, answer that at the end. They yeah. do because the other Batman family members don't get it. They're like, he followed you here. He's gonna figure out who we all are, and yeah. now we're screwed. And you're not involving us in any of this decision making. Yeah, and our lives are at stake, which yeah. I agree with them 100. percent Oh, for sure. Like, I was on that page until I finished it. I was even like, after though, I'm on their page. 
Yeah, you got Joker and Batman on the bridge. Yeah, this after... is what we were talking about where it calls back to that uh, that Joker story where he's poisoning the reservoir. Yep, that's uh, the man who yeah. laughs. That's how that story ends. Which I don't, I don't, th- I think I would be fine with this plot because I'm not drinking that Gotham tap water to begin with. Hell yeah. no, Eric, you don't even <laughs> drink the tap water where we live. No, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm a water connoisseur, so like, right. I'm so, very picky. let alone in a place where every villain is poisoning the tap water. That's not <laughs> You'd happening. You have to be an idiot. I'm buying bottled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joker should poison the bottled water, then he'd get him for real though. Poison the fake springs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they do have this really great confrontation on the bridge. It's one of those um, great oh, like God. moments you have where they're both like just kind of talking lucidly. And I it, love how ugly he looks right now. He's really ugly. He's like, so what? Ugly. No hug, no kiss, not even a battering to the ha- head. Oh, God. I love when he, this like fucking pun of his. He's like, I just want uh, ourselves a nice little uh, relax, have a nice little chat, face. And he like zooms in on his ugly ass deteriorating. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like tough face. Yeah, he and I love how like one of the eyes is fucked up too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and notice as this comic goes, like the face is more white here. It gets it starts to decay. Yeah, it starts yeah. to decay. Just because the face is coming apart. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And and then one one part that's kind of ridiculous, but I'll buy it just because it's the Joker, is like these shattering teeth all come up from the oh, river yeah. and then like restrain Batman. <laughs> like he's like, oh, not the shattering teeth ropes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll go with it because it's the Joker. I was going to say, I was like, has he had these the whole time? These things actually rock. Oh, no, these things are like, this is like Iron Man tech. Yeah, that's a great technology. <laughs> Um, but it incapacitates Batman for pretty much the whole sequence that comes next, which I guess is necessary for the plot. But yeah. Um, so when Joker's kind of leaning over the bridge after Batman's restrained, he makes he's a still point restrained about, by the teeth. Yeah, the teeth. <laughs> yeah. He makes a point about like Gordon and all the other ones being like phonies and how like this should just be him and Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's like that. That's what yeah. Batman's been trying to say to the Bat family this whole time. And it's funny. Yeah, like, don't call the cops. Don't call Robin. Like this is between you and me. This is personal. And so yeah, that, that's kind of like an in- interesting take on on Joker's philosophy here. He's like, listen, I I hate this extended Bat family. Like I, I miss when it was just me and you. Right. Like, listen, there's bat people everywhere now. Like, I don't like it. Get rid of them. Yeah, <laughs> like just, just you and me. And it's funny because that's what Bruce has been trying to do is to keep everyone away from Joker. Right. Which has been playing right into Joker's hand because then he was able to pick them all off. One yeah, by one. exactly. That's why I said at the beginning, like, I don't like how alienated like Bruce is from the other members of the Bat family, but it comes around at the end. So I, I appreciate it. Yeah. We're at the end. He, and we'll get to it. Yeah. But it's heartwarming. I like it. It's a cobblepot. Yeah, there's some backups here that I really like where he's kind of just Joker recruiting the other villains because he's building something at Arkham Asylum that we're going to see later on. And there's some really good ones. Like, the Penguin one is okay. I really do like the one with the Riddler later. Um, I mean, they don't really add a lot to the story. It's just kind of world building. Yeah. Uh, But the one later on with the Riddler is really good because he breaks the Riddler out of his cage. And he's like, listen, Riddler, I know you always have, like, 50 ways out of these cells. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like, what how you do, like, under under stress. And he puts, like, Joker toxin in in the cage. And then, like, literally, like, two seconds later, like, Nygma walks out. He's like, well, you forced my hand, but I had to use three. uh, I had to choose between three of my successful strategies. I just (laughs) went with the easiest one, (laughs) which which was uh, finished digging out this tunnel I had going. Yeah, that part was sick. Yeah. Because I, I like when people give a little bit of respect to the Riddler. Cause it, yeah, because with someone that ridiculous, yeah, with someone that ridiculous, every once in a while you got to remind people, like, no, this guy is business. Yeah, he can actually do shit. Yeah, like he's not useless. He's yeah, not he, fucking Jim Carrey he, prancing around. He's not writing the word Gordon on the tape yeah. for his clue. <laughs> See, um, this was uh, something oh. Eric alluded to was uh, Joker's fighting ability. I mean, he just kicked Batman off a bridge. Well, yeah, after he gave him Joker toxin. Yeah, yeah. and he just crawled out of a fire. Yeah. But still, at the same time, yeah, he uh, Batman does get dropped, that's kicked some, off the bridge. Yeah, that's some nice form. Look how high his fucking leg oh, is. Oh, yeah, that, that's a great kick. <laughs> well done. Some Black, sweet chin music. Black Canary would be proud. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Batman falls into the river. Uh, this next thing that we get is kind of interesting, because I think from the very beginning, you kind of get the idea that 
something is wrong because immediately Batman just got drop kicked out of the river and he wakes up and he's fine. Yeah. I think at home and all the bad families there. Yeah. Damien looking extra fucking smug. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, we kicked his ass. What up dad? I I mean, that's kind of how Damien don't, Hey, listen, we won't have any Damien shit talk on this podcast. I I will edit you out. It's not a a Grant Morrison creation. (laughs) Damien is the man and I will not tolerate this. I'm sorry. He's a little shit stain. (laughs) Was it a Grant Morrison creation? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, he was. Then yeah, you better not shit talk. I don't (laughs) know. Because I don't really know anything about Damien Wayne. But he's a little shit stained. But you do, you do find out that uh, oh no, <laughs> you do find out that uh, this is all a dream sequence <laughs> yeah. because Alfred shows up looking ridiculous with a Joker face. He's like, <laughs> "Would you like some tea?" Yeah, oh, and Joker's hair, yeah, yeah. He's got the green hair too, and it's uh, it's a horror dream. He's not having a good time. Yeah, uh, but we do. Yeah, Batman uh, eventually tells them the story here about yeah, how jo- how Joker fought him on the blimp and the card got stuck on his boat, and so all the Bat family members all think that you know they're they're boned because they're compromised, yeah. You know? Everyone, the Joker's going to know who they are and start messing with them. And Barbara's especially concerned because at this point, and we didn't read, we're at this, we're only reading Batman 13 through 17 for this discussion, but there's a lot of tie in issues with Batgirl, with Red Hood, with uh, with Damien, and with uh, Selena Kyle, actually. Yeah. And in, in Barbara's, you know, Gordon, that's where Gordon was targeted originally. So she's like, you know, he knows who I am. He's messing with me on purpose. Yeah. Um, even though that makes sense regardless. I think Barbara and Jason definitely have the most say in the whole, like, hey, Bruce, the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, this next issue is probably my favorite one in the whole series, because this is where Batman, he, you know, he's at Arkham. He's ready to take down the Joker, but Joker is ready for him here. Oh, my God, this is fucked. He's got oh, people. Yeah, those are the guards. Yeah, he's got people dressed up as Batman and Joker just dancing. Yeah, yeah he, he set up a whole. This is this is why I think this issue reminds me a lot of Arkham Asylum, because mm-hmm. it's he shows up at Arkham and things are just there's like things built. He's got everyone in on the little game. He's recruited all the villains to like kind of go along with it um, because we see, and this is like probably the most action packed issue yeah. of the whole run. Cause we even get like a nice dude. Yeah. <clears throat> What like, are you saying? Like Batman literally close goes through this entire like Arkham Asylum and just bodies everyone on his way to Joker. Yeah, there's some really cool parts <laughs> where like it, it's really action heavy, but I love it. And parts off. And there's even like a flaming horse that runs through the, the asylum at some yep. point. I oh, guess that that shot is amazing. The lead up shot to it. Oh yeah, like that fucking anticipation of like it's just fucking. Oh, it's great. Bruce has this look on his face like the. F- fuck is that because you just see this orange light everything's been black and white basically yeah the, the batman with just white eyes and the black blackness that always looks really good oh, yeah, yeah. And he's got the eyebrow raised mm-hmm. yeah and also the you fuck see, is that? yeah and then again so they've made sure to show that there's barely any color on this page and then you just get that shot of the fucking horse just <laughs> yep and batman's like the fuck <laughs> and then and then you also get a, a really cool shot of like just flaming swords going up and then you see it's like a whole army of guards with riot gear and flaming swords. And Batman has, I even wrote this part down because it's amazing. He's like, well, come on then. And then the next page is just no dialogue, straight up combat, just all between all of them. And he takes all of them at once. It's a classic Batman moment. Yeah. yeah. Like that's some Arkham Asylum mm-hmm. like like fighting. He had a 50 right combo there. going at least. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he even made sure to jump over those shield guys. Yep. Yeah. You got to <laughs> jump over and then slam down. That's yeah. right. Yeah. He had all the upgrades. Yeah. The part, the part after that is the part I really like, because and he gets on that, fl- like one, not, yeah. not the flaming horse, I don't think, because no, I think no, that's no. a different one. We actually looked up because someone yeah. else, another guy, comes running in Previous on that panel. horse. Yeah, yeah, this guy comes, in. yeah, comes in on the horse, and so, so a different horse, and then he's just on it, he like, just plops on it, like, yeah. Let, let's go, buddy. It's mine now. <laughs> and so he rides the horse through the asylum into the next scene, which is uh, kind of where he starts fighting like one by one of all of his rogue gallery, which yeah. is really cool. Because like it just shows him like very quickly countering all of them. It's like I don't have time for this. Here's yeah, your counter. Exactly. Yeah. Here's your counter. <laughs> yeah, that's what's cool about that is it shows the importance of who we're dealing with. Because like mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, all of his 
it kind of is though it's kind of burying a lot of his villains but it's like it's for joker yeah so it like if you were ever going to do this this is who you build it up to right so yeah he takes out freeze uh gordon shows up and batman immediately is just like no it's fucking Clayface. Yep. he's got a way to deal with him then scarecrow shows up and, and it's he's like, like Crane, I, I have a rebreather next Crane, yeah Crane, <laughs> fuck off <laughs> He's like, listen, I, I gas literally doesn't affect me. shoves his fucking. What does he do? He puts his hand like into his oh, he, mouth. He gives yeah. him like a karate chop to the mouth, and then he <laughs> and he jams him into the wall, denting oh, it. That would kill a man. That's a concussion <laughs> yeah, at easy. the least. Yeah, I, I would say that Scarecrow's going to be out two to three weeks at least. Yeah, oh, yeah. he's got a. Uh, Really, like, someone's got to watch over him when he sleeps. Yep, but oh, then we God. get the next panel, and like I said, he's, he's gotten most of the villains to go along with his little scheme, because we get all of the rogue gallery and nice, cool little hats. Yeah, yeah. the penguin in that pulp hat is so cute. Riddler's, Riddler's like, no, I'm wearing my own hat. Yeah. But then uh, Harvey's always willing to throw He's got that judge. George Washington, like, judge kind of yep. wig. And Joker with his jester hat. I like mm. it. It's a nice little touch. He yeah, and then he did dress up some poor victims as the Justice League, who he's planning on murdering next. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of where we set up like the uh, the cliffhanger here, because Batman's like, uh, Joker, like leave these people out of it. Like these villains, they have nothing to do with it. It's just between us. They're all sitting here. They're like, oh, uh, sit down, my king. No, not bad, clown. Blah blah blah. And we're like, where are they? What have you done to them? And he's just like, uh, sit down, and you'll find out. Fi uh, Fight your destiny, you'll never find a single trace of any of them ever. You'll grow old wondering what happened to them, what I did to each one. And then he's just like, now sit your ass down. That's the second time Joker's sworn in this, because there's a part that we went over earlier where he's like, listen, all of you are little bitches. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Joker. Uh, You've lost your golden age charm. Right. You're getting vulgar. <laughs> Watch your language, son. I think his lips are falling apart during that, too. God, his face is all yellow here, too. It's yeah. So, so Joker ends up showing Batman a video of like all the Bat family getting messed up and captured, which happens in the tie-in comics that we're skipping over, but yeah. that's all you need to know. They've yeah. been captured. Um, and so Batman, and he's like, Batman, sit in your chair and get ready for our, our fun times or, yeah. or else they're all dead. It's an electric chair, by the way, <laughs> yeah. so people know at home. Yeah, he's going to sit in an electric chair, even put the strappy thing onto his head. See you on the <laughs> flip side. God, yeah. that's terrible. <laughs> that's, it's funny. I like when Joker has uh, actual jokes. Right. <laughs> and so and then he gets shocked. But it must not be an actual electric chair because he's fine. It must just be a little shot. Well, he just gave him a little. Well, well, he's he, a little he was, one. He was still foaming at the mouth and bleeding out of his nose. I was going to say, maybe, maybe it's the suit that's helping him. I was going to say, it. I feel like it's. Oh, that could it. be it. He's it's got like some rubber. kind of resistance. It's like rubber. That, so. That's fair. Uh, and then we do see the reveal of Batman wakes up after he's in his chair and he sees that, oh, he, Joker set up like a nice little dinner. I'm pretty sure in the same uh, cave line that he, the Batcave is in. And I'm happy yep. Joker's finally in his uh, purple and green wearing a nice black undershirt. He, he, if it wasn't for the face, he would look like exactly like classic Joker right here. Yep. Um, but we do see all of the Bat members. They're all sitting at the table uh, restrained with hoods over their heads. So we don't know what's going on. And they all have like a special dish. One thing I do want to point out is I really like when Joker wears a black undershirt. He does it in the Killing Joke. He does here. There's all, it's very rare he does. Is that rare? I thought I, no. You might usually, be right. Yeah. It's usually purple. It's oh yeah. Usually, like oh, yeah. green. The black does look better. Yeah. I black, like, green, and purple. Yeah, yeah. I like when they don't have the yellow or orange accent. It's just a nice little touch. Yeah. It's a nice little tricolor. Uh, yeah. That works pretty well. I like it. It's good design. Yeah. Um, but we get the setup. You're kind of wondering like, oh, what's on the dishes? Like, why are all the why is there hoods over all their faces? Like, what's going on? And he's kind of tormenting him with like what he might have done with the Bat family. A little bit kind of like teasing him, like, oh, you didn't trust him, and they all got captured on their own. Like, yeah. this is your, your fuck up. Um, and so then we get uh, Alfred Pennyworth, who comes in with his, uh, he's been Jokerized, so he's yeah. Joker Pennyworth, and he's got a big old grin on his face. He looks terrifying. So he's here to serve Bruce the main like course. looks like the guy from Phantasm. Bruce's <laughs> lips, too, in that shot, my God. Yeah, because he's, uh, I'm guessing, <laughs> on like not doing well, so he's kind of got no color. Yeah. yeah, not great. And his mask is kind of messed up, too. 
Yeah, like the one part looks like it's a little like broken. Oh god, everyone looks so horrified. Yeah, right? this is where we get to probably the most horror movie part of the whole series. Because... Yeah, when I first read this, I was pretty shocked. Yeah, I, was I like, can There's imagine. No way. And uh, it's very shocking, but almost to the point where you're like, "There's they're, no they're way they're gonna There's, go back yeah, from this." There's no way it, that happened. Because just to get it out there, the, they open up the the cases on the, on the table, and it's all their own faces. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, Joker makes everyone think that he did to them what happened. Yeah, and first off, whoever made those for him, kudos. They did a great job. Oh, hell yeah, because if those, because I'll tell you everyone right now, they didn't actually get their faces cut off. Yeah, I, I'm didn't. assuming you figured that out. Yeah. Because that's the problem with this is it's too extreme for you to think even for a second that this is what happened. Exactly, yeah. Like, they, if they had done it with one character, like, do it with, like, Jason. Yeah. Like, just, because then I'm like, oh, maybe no they did. No one's going to believe that they cut off Damian Wayne's face. Yeah, like Barbara a little kid. Gordon. Or Barbara, yeah. I think Dick or Jason Or, or been, Dick, any of those three. I think three. Dick would have been a very impactful one. Yeah, Dick whatever. hasn't had anything big happen with him with Joker. Like, obviously, he's fine. Yeah, I mean, I think any one character, it would have been more believable. Yeah. I probably still wouldn't have or bought it. Or even Alfred's face. That would have been, yeah, yeah that would have been better. I would have believed that, because then Alfred having to be all, like, you know, surgically fucking. But I mean, even if, even if you know that they're going to come back from it, it's still pretty freaky Oh, yeah, freaky no, it's looking. still, every time you see it, you're just like, oh, God. Yeah. And even just to make them think that, like, the, if you're thinking about it in the context of the characters, like, that's a, a oh, yeah. messed up plan. Exactly. Yeah, if I woke up with bandages around my face and uh, what lo- appeared to be my face on a dish. Well, he probably fun. he probably did something like cutting their faces, too, just or like something kind of sensation on their face to well, make Well, just it having hurt. the bandages on it. Yeah, he did numb all of their faces, so that way they wouldn't know that they Oh, he didn't... specifically said that he numbed them? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, gotcha. Because, yeah, because when Damien comes back at the end, he's like... Oh, yeah. Can, he can't feel yeah, it. He's yeah, he's like, I can take it, Father. Don't worry. Just tell me because my face is numb. Yeah. Because Damien is just like badass. He doesn't care. Right. He's like, I, I don't have a face. I don't care. Just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a face. I fight crime. Yeah. <laughs> my face anyway. is crime. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't like this. Okay, so to talk about stuff I don't like in Joker's dialogue, there's a lot in this scene. So he's sitting there kind of leaning up on it the It comes table. up at the end, too. Yeah, yeah. and he's like, uh, that's so... Uh, like, how the greatest detective never found out who I really was before my becoming? The, the, I don't like him talking about that. Well, yeah, the Joker, why would he care? Like, why would he? I don't even know why Batman would care. What does that give you? Yeah. Uh, shall we? Uh, the black shuriken heart, beat, beat. Because that's beat, one thing beat. that comes up even in later runs of Batman. Like, when Batman sits on the Mobius chair and is like, who is the Joker? I'm like, that's the one question you ask this chair that knows everything. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter who the Joker is. Yeah, exactly. that's the whole point of yeah. the Joker. What and would that, that change? And even yeah. in Joker's mind, who he used to be is irrelevant. Yeah. It, sometimes I remember it one way, sometimes remember another yep. also his next thing he says right at the end of this is why have you never killed me because you'd win and i hate his response i love that one. Ooh, right because i'd win no see this this is how i win bats i win by lying by keep no, he, uh, i by win keep by living keep, by by yeah. keeping doing like he's yeah. basically saying you not killing me is me winning yeah but that's the whole thing is that batman's still right because they're hopeful like they're basically saying the whole philosophical debate is meaningless but it's not the whole point of these two characters is all lives matter versus well no they do kind of come back from that late because batman brings up this conversation later on in the fight and yeah. he's like you know what i've been thinking about it why i don't kill you and there is a reason but, yeah. but like i just but i don't like that they discredit what he just said is that you'd win like because like i just said all lives matter versus no lives matter that is both of their philosophies mm-hmm. so if you kill joker you're proving that his life doesn't matter because you're trying to save other lives but if one life doesn't matter compared to those lives you're saving well part of this might also be joker just trying to get under bruce's skin yeah. and be like well don't you want to reconsider i'm making yeah. some good points exactly. yeah yeah so that you don't do it because i he wants him to kill him you tell yourself right, exactly yeah. so he's saying uh, guess, like anything that'll work i don't yeah. know if he actually believes what he's saying more than just he it's what the right thing to say to get to bruce right now yeah that's yeah. fair because like yeah i don't like that i hope that's not what he believes because i don't because, think yeah it's like because joker's never a reliable narrator or what you're saying you can never take at face value yeah um, because th- this this kind of does go on for a little bit until 
Um, Batman just kind of. I, I, I'm remembering this now. Well, it was he, he poured gasoline on all of them, and then he's like, on if you chair, move, yeah. yeah, on the chair he set up flints. So if he got up, then the flints would go off, setting them all on fire. So then, yeah, he ends up getting up. And yeah. it's like, oh, well, he just set all of them on fire, but then he pulls out the old Batman. Quick. Right. It's like, listen, Joker, you got to think a little bit harder about this. You're not going to just tie me to a wooden chair. Yeah. And so they do get out. It kind of does kind of look like they're starting to burn alive. That, it does not look good. That shot of the Joker with his hands folded, looking right. at them all burning. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is he's working like, out better than I thought. <laughs> it's horrifying. Yeah, but but then Batman's like, listen, I have a plan. Like, I, I know where we are. We're in these caves. Like, this is the Bat Cave. Yeah. Like, I know my way around here. And so he knows that there's a lake right above this section of the cave. And so he uses Still explosives don't. to... But this would cause a cave-in, a bad in, I plan. Think. Oh, yeah. yeah kill all of them. Yeah, now they're all drowning. <laughs> they're all yeah. going to drown and be caved in. Yeah, the, the, this works out really well in his favor because the water pours in enough to put out the fire and then stops. Yeah, and then <laughs> perfectly stops. So great plan. I mean, I don't know how you thought of it. But yeah. <laughs> I know there's one little patch of water. Not too much, yeah, but there just is. just the right amount. <laughs> I always knew it was here, too. <laughs> and then we do get this part where, because the first person Bruce goes to, obviously, is Damien. Damien yeah, because yeah, he's like, oh, my God, this guy just cut my son's face off. <laughs> yeah. And so he's, and then Damien, like I said, he, he's, you know, he's grown, he's a grown up in a little boy's body because he's like, I can take it, father. Don't worry. Like, I'm a warrior. Yeah. And then, like, Batman's like, oh, God, get ready. And he's like, oh, no, you're fine. And then they <laughs> hug. Oh, it's so good. Because, uh. like, the, the whole new 52 kind of slowly builds up, like, Damien becoming, like, a jerk. And then, like, he, he starts out as a jerk and then slowly so learns do, to become warmer. So they do warmer. the God of War thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because Damien was like raised as like an assassin. He's and like he, a cocky asshole and then he gets humbled. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Like humbled and then not only that, but he realizes like I can love people and be loved and it's not a bad thing. Yeah. God, look at Alfred still. He's still fucked. <laughs> Alfred, yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing, nobody's helped Alfred yet. He's still just kind of smiling, like yeah. enjoying all this because he's still on the Joker toxin. God, I don't like Red Nightwing. Yeah, I, I don't either. Yeah, but He should always be blue. I don't think we're in the minority there. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, and Batman at this point is kind of like feeling bad about abandoning all of them. So he's like, I'm not leaving you guys for even a second. And then yeah. Dick Grayson's like, no, just go be Batman. Like he's getting away. Go get him. Um, and so Batman leaves. And then immediately the Bat family gets screwed over because <laughs> yeah. they all get Joker toxin because this freaky cat has a bomb on his face. <laughs> yeah. He like replaced, replaced one of the heads with like a bomb, which is okay. But it's messed up. But it's a little yeah. over the top. Tick, tick, tick. And then it goes foom. Not boom. It goes foom because it's a gas bomb. Yeah. And they all get jokerized and start fighting each other. And uh, Batman has his confrontation uh, with the Joker later on. And Joker's like, listen, they're all getting Joker bombed. Like, don't you want to go back and fight them? Yeah, or, like, and, like help them out? themselves apart. And then Batman, this is kind of where we get that turnaround where he's like, no, I trust them. Like, yeah. they can handle their own. Like, I'm doing my thing. I'm doing them. And they I, can yeah. handle a bad trip, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I train them all with doses of LSD. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So the Joker's plan was probably just to have Batman go back and save them and then get away. Yeah. But Batman's not going to have that. He's going to keep fighting. And then we do have that moment I talked about uh, after that. I love that. Ah, a dance then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Joker knows he's not winning this fight, but he's still like, well, that's what we're doing. And then Batman has none of his nonsense. He's like, no more dances. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Literally breaking that face apart. And so the the, the Bat <laughs> family is horrifying. Yeah, the Bat family is all on Joker gas fighting each other. And so you're kind of wondering, like, Bruce, maybe they do need your help. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, kind of getting messed up. Yep. But then Alfred kind of brings them all back and he's like, 
through the laughing, you can hear it. He's like, ah, no, 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 yeah, no, yeah. like stop. They're like slowly breaking And they, they can kind of like get code through the laughing and yeah. then they all kind of just like start hugging. Yeah. They're like, oh no, let's just laugh let's together. Just all, let's just all lay down and chill, man. Yeah, let's just breathe. Let's all just laugh together. <laughs> just I like that little bit of like fighting too. You see like Damien using resources like, uh, like, like he was like he's going all out yeah oh, yeah and then like also but tim being like the strategist of the group like mm-hmm. smart comes up behind him with a fucking chair like <laughs> my god my god my god <laughs> not the chair <laughs> my god he's broken him in half <laughs> wwe shit i love it right. oh yeah and there's a great part where the joker like him and batman are fighting and joker almost slips and falls down yeah and this is one thing that i don't like about if we can just digress for a minute batman begins where he just lets rachel ghoul die <laughs> right batman wouldn't do that no this is batman right here where yep. joker's about to slip and he grabs him. He's like, "Not by accident, Joker. Not yeah. like that. It's great because he's like, listen, that, that not, not saving you is murder. So and I'm then not doing he that says, either. Everything that happens to you tonight happens by my hand. That's right. a badass way oh, to save someone's oh, life. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it's a little fucked up. Too. Joker would just be like, oh no, yeah." <laughs> No, no probably, that probably gave him a, such a hard bone. <laughs> He's like, finally. Yeah, this part's awesome. So th- this is where we come back to where uh, the part that he wasn't telling the Bat family earlier. Because the Bat family kept asking him, like, well, how are you so sure yeah, how are you so that the Joker never got in here? And yeah. this is where he, he explains it just when him and Joker are having this private moment. Yeah. And he's like, I knew you didn't come in here because you don't want to know who I am. Exactly. That would spoil the secret. Right. You like playing the game. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't care about Bruce Wayne or about my secret identity. You want to fight the Batman. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the, Batman does save Joker life but then joker does his own thing where he's like no and yeah, then like, stabs him in the you. hand and he's like no and he falls down his face goes flying off so he, i'm sure he's fine there's no way he'd ever survive that but i'm sure he's fine uh, it's, yeah. the, it's, it's the joker he's fine yeah he always survives and so what was the whole thing with that little book because he's saying that that was his secrets but like there was actually nothing in it yeah so he was lying yeah that I think, was that issue. Yeah, they, I mean, that was a... I, when I first went into it, all I really knew about was Joker with his face cut off. And I knew about the thing at the end because I had read some of the tie-in issues mm. before. Um, but it was better than I expected. I really liked how the Joker was written in this one and, like, the whole relationship. Again, the ending bugs me. But when you recontextualize it with what you said with, like, he's just fucking with Bruce instead of that... I don't know. The way... I guess it depends on how seriously you take what he's saying. Yeah. Because yeah. if you take it seriously, I don't like it. I don't like that take on him, like, that he's, like, actually... The voice isn't 100% consistent, but I think most... At least for the first four issues, I think it's really good. Yeah. yeah. It's, hard, it's mm-hmm. hard to know. Yeah. Just like whenever Joker's like making it personal, it's like really fun. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if fun's the right word. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, interesting to ring. <laughs> All right, but that, that does it for the Joker. I think we, after this, we will be moving on to some mail. All right, buddy, and we are here with our our first mail section of the Agents of Comic Book uh, podcast. We we announced that we were going to start doing some mail. Like I said at the top of the podcast, if you want us to read anything, to send it to Agents of Podcast at Gmail dot com. Uh, we have two mails uh, for today. Our first one comes from uh, Shadow Player Fifty Six. Uh, he kept it short and sweet, but he's got a good question here. It's, um, he said, "Just wanted to say congrats on up, on the uh, upcoming podcast, and he can't wait. He uh, can't ah butchering your email. He said, just <laughs> wanted go. to say congrats on the upcoming podcast, and I can't wait for more. Uh, my question is, what are your recommended comics by DC and Marvel? And that's from Shadow Player Fifty Six. How many? <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, let's keep it. Let's say three at most. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll start us off for DC. Um, I would say my number one recommendation is probably Gotham Central." which is by uh, Ed Brubacher and Greg Rucka, who were like two of the best writers. And it's just basically the, the Gotham PD. It's all about them. And like, there's very little Batman. Uh, he just shows up as like kind of this like mystery, which is really cool. And it's just them kind of dealing with crime in Gotham. It's like The Wire. It's awesome. Damn, hmm. yeah. Um, for, I'll, I'll do one each. Uh, for Marvel, I would say my uh, most recommended run would be... Ooh, that's a tough one. Well, it's hard to go wrong with Amazing Spider-Man, honestly. Just jumping into... Oh, like, sure, yeah. 
I mean, like that's that's like if you want something do you have, nice. Do you, have a, do you have a particular Spider-Man run? Um, nah, that's the thing. I kind of just jump in from time to time. Well, you've read just, Ultimate Spider-Man, right? I've read a lot of Ultimate yeah, Spider-Man. Okay. I still think Amazing's a little bit better. I like Six One Six Peter. So I'm guessing you're talking about the dance slot stuff mostly. That's, uh, that's a lot of the modern Spider-Man. Yeah, probably. a lot of that's good. Um, I just that's, I feel like if you want something safe on the Marvel side, going with Spider-Man is never going to be like he's rarely written badly. He's oh, written yeah. from like average to great. Like it's never bad. I feel. That that's where my recommendation was going to go because my recommendation is the Brian Michael Bendis run of Daredevil, which I think is one of the best Marvel runs ever written. Hmm. Uh, you can't go wrong with pretty much any Daredevil book, but I think that's a really good place to start. And then you can go back and read Frank Miller, but I think you should start at Bendis. Um, for me, DC. I'm oh, well. We're gonna actually talk about that coming up. Is the Killing Joke? I there you go. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's short. Yeah, that's so, an easy one. <laughs> yeah, and then for Marvel, I um I've been enjoying Spider Gwen. Uh, I like oh, nice. her run. And the the Jason Latour run. The first yeah, one. Yeah, and right. I'm about to read the second one. So the um, Ghost Spider stuff. I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of boring, but you uh, can let me know. Yeah, I'll read. Yeah. I'll let you know. I just don't I think the know. world's super interesting, and I'm hoping that the next Into the Spider Verse. But that's that's kind of the problem. Is they're trying to take Gwen at least in the modern comics. They're trying to take her into the six one six, and like her world is like the only thing that makes any of that interesting. <laughs> so I'm like, you're taking away her one thing. I mean, I, I don't do know. Like, I do like I like her as a character. Um, well, I don't know how evident we've made this or how much I've talked about, but I'm kind of the run to the litter. I'm kind of a comics new. Oh, no, that, that's the, yeah, that's the whole concept of this podcast. Yeah, I so wanted I, to have someone who had, it was just getting into it, so yeah, we got I'm, some good. I'm still pretty, I'm still pretty green when it comes to this stuff. But so, out, of, but, out of what you've read so far? Um, I mean, what I'm, DC, what I've been reading recently is the Doom Patrol, the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. Oh, run, yeah, you're, you're pretty far into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on the, I'm on volume two, all mm-hmm. of a sudden with that one. So obviously the show came out this year, so I've been Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll both that. wreck that book. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, Doom Patrol. I'll stand the shit out of that Grant Morrison run. And that Basically, find anything by Grant Morrison and read it. That, oh yeah, um, that's all. No, he's solid. Say. And we're, then, um, we're all Grant Marvel. Morrison fans I mean, here. shit. I reading material, not a lot. I've read a little bit of the Jason Aaron Thor. I mean, I and I love obviously Southern Bastards and anything by Jason Southern Aaron. Bastards is a good rec. I guess it doesn't. He said Marvel or DC, yeah. but I'll, I'll allow it. Anything Marvel. <laughs> Watch that, yourself, counselor. Just Jason Aaron. He's doing. Thor, obviously, right now, and then it, he just—he's—he's he's wrapping the realms. He's wrapping up his Thor run. I'm pretty sure it's over now. Okay. Uh, he's doing the Avengers still, though. But yeah, I'm sure that's great. Mm-hmm. There's that Venom run recently too. That's been real good. Oh, I'm still—you—you you keep pushing me to read it. I'm Everyone should to. read Donny Cates' Venom. It's great. Yeah, okay. so I, I will him. recommend that too. I know that name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So that was Shadow Player. I think we. Yeah, we, that was Shadow Player uh, 56. I think we had one other piece as well. Yeah. So um, I asked people on iFunny, and I got. What I can only describe as the best question. Yeah. I'm, I'm All right. Just, I'm, I'm nervous. But it's Joker themed. It's okay. Joker themed. Because if this fits. is coming from my funny, I'm a little <laughs> concerned. All right. And we're going to, I'm going to take this as the live action Jokers. Okay. okay. Which Joker? Oh, they actually, how they put it was, this is from Star Lord. No uh, space, no anything. That's okay. a pretty prime name for them. Yeah. Oh, that's Star Lord? Yeah. Uh, debate which Joker has the biggest penis. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, let's think about this for a second. So I, don't know if this is, Romano, I don't know if Jack, this is productive discourse. Jack, we got uh, Heath Ledger, Jared Leto, and Joaquin Phoenix. We got the five of them. All right. Oh, shit. It, it, we, we all agree it's not Jared Leto. No. God, not his no. I don't know if this question needs to be answered. At least, no, yeah, at, at least, least I debate it, damn it. I, at least, we, I don't want I said it we to would be, read any I fan mail. I don't want mail. it to be Jared Leto. <laughs> I'm starting to regret I this hope, read any fan. I hope fail. it's Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson. Am I going to regret well, no, letting, the- reading any fan mail on this <laughs> podcast? <laughs> I, I think these are the questions that need to be answered. Oh, actually, Do they? I, I just got another one literally like four minutes ago. Oh, good timing. Really? Yeah, <laughs> from someone named uh, Howlett. Okay. Which Joker voice this, this should be a better question, Howlett. <laughs> yeah. I'm expecting better. There's a bit of a grammar thing here, but that's okay. Which Joker voice actors stand out to you and why, no matter the role, 
Whether it's Mark Hamill, Mike. Oh, Emerson, good, John good question. Dodger. I was going to bring this up anyway, actually. Because, yeah, what do you guys think are the best portrayals of the Joker? Give me your top three. Well, it's obviously, I think, Mark Animation Hamill, and Arkham. movies. Well, okay. Ar- okay. Arkham video We'll games. rank them by actors. Well, I mean, uh, Mark Hamill. Because Mark Hamill is Arkham and DC Universe. I'll con- consider that one character. I don't. I don't know if you can do that. Oh, okay. I would do. I would take Fair. the DC and I would take the Arkham Hamill. But if you're talking the full package, like design, character, like how he's characterized, yeah. how he's portrayed, how he's, and then how he's acted, uh, Mark Hamill's Arkham Joker is number one. Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, so you put you put Mark Hamill's in Arkham over Mark Hamill in the show. Just because of characterization, okay. he can do a little bit more. He's it's a little more of a censored. In you're right. The it's not a kids' cartoon. Just yeah. cut out him turning into the Incredible Hulk at the end of Arkham Asylum. Like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that whole part was just not not necessary. Heath no. Ledger's Joker. Just have him fight two. Bane. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, Heath Ledger's Joker's number two. Okay. I, and then for me, number three is Troy Baker's Arkham Origins Joker. I was gonna throw Joe, ba- Joe Baker. Joe Baker. <laughs> Troy Baker in there. Yeah, I love no, that I design. Love I love his his weird accent gives that Joker a really unique tone that I think makes him feel almost otherworldly. That mm-hmm. like it just yeah. it fits, and like I mean he's basically doing Hamill, but I mean everyone's just doing Joker anyway, so it's fine to do that. Well, yeah. that's, I, I got an argument with someone who's like, oh, Troy Baker's Joker isn't that good because it's just a Mark Hamill impression. I'm like, that doesn't make Mark it not Hamill's, good. I'm like, yeah. Mark Hamill's is the best. It's like when you listen to someone play classical music. It's like, yeah, they didn't write it, but they're playing it like perfectly. Yeah, so what would like, happen if he just came out and did a totally different voice? And it's supposed to fit in that universe. Right, yeah. exactly. Like, that that it, it's Joker a continuation. is supposed to be the one that turns into the Mark Hamill one. You well, can't yeah, do it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's done Joker a couple other times, like in Assault on Arkham, and yeah. there's like an uh, animated one he did as yeah. well for, for a short thing. He's done it again, and he does that voice, and it's like, but we all agree that Mark Hamill's Joker voice is the Joker's it, voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why would you do something different? It's the hallmark. Yeah. It, for me, I think I would go... If I have to separate them, then my top three is just going to end up being yeah, Hamill, Yeah, so I can combine them so it's not Hamill, Hamill. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be Hamill, combine. Hamill, Troy then, and that's yeah. not interesting. Yeah. I would say Hamill number one. I would put Troy at number two, which I thought was going to be a hot take, but I think you guys agree with me, I guess. I, I'm on the same I thought boat. that would be a hot take. And I put him at number three. And then I would put Ledger at three. Right. Um, but yeah, so Eric, did you rank your three? Yeah, he was the same. As it, oh, it was the same as mine. Hamill, Troy. So I think Ledger. we're all pretty similar. Although, okay, let's put Troy above. No, Ledger. I'll, I'll go Hamill, Ledger, Troy. I, I, I did put. That's why I thought Putting it was Troy a hot above take. Ledger's a hot take. Yeah, I think. I, well, Ledger. only because I just like classic Joker better. Yeah, yeah. I still think Ledger's performance but is like one of the best. It probably is objectively it, better. It's great. It's, yeah, it's just like the little details and everything too. It's like, don't get me wrong. I think if we got more of that Troy, like Troy Baker Joker, like if they just kind of definitive, definitively made him the new yeah, Joker, there's like a Mark bigger Hamill sample size. Like yeah, well he he ledgers. It's like it's a full performance. It's a full movie. It was exactly I don't know. It just it just feels complete. Where Troy oh, Baker's, yeah. I feel like there's still more out there that he could be like he yeah. could do. There's like more they, they should have cast him again because he didn't show up as the Joker ever again since then. No, well, he, no he's been like a couple things. Has like, he? You know, just little side things. Okay, inter- interesting. But yeah. he should. It, you're right. It should be more. Like I wanted him to be the Joker in Injustice, and then instead they based it off Jared Leto's fucking. Joker yeah, that look. was a mistake. And, yeah, yeah, that, that, <laughs> that panned out. That well. that is not gonna with with uh. It's not going to stand the test of time. Yeah, I heard Warner Brothers <laughs> didn't dump that like a fucking pile of bricks. Yeah, he's gone. He's yeah. gone. Yeah, he's done. Um, but just like him being gone, this mail section is now over. <laughs> so that'll do it for me. Again, if you want to send us anything, we will read it, even if your question is about Batman dicks or Joker, <laughs> or Joker dicks. dicks. I mean, I'm, we might not answer it, but we'll read it. Hot take. I'll answer it. Hot take. Cesar Romano's Joker has the biggest dick. I said it. Well, he's, he's got, got the, the biggest he's got the mustache. mustache. <laughs> <laughs> too, too good um, to shave. But that'll do it for our mail section. After this, we will be going to the killing joke.
All right, we are back with The Killing Joke, which is, we're actually doing two books today because we're giving you a little bit extra this time just because it's a one-off. We wanted to get some ground ground covered here. Well, yeah, and it's like, I don't know. And what you, are you going to do, not cover The Killing Joke? Yeah, yeah you bring me yeah. on to cover joke yeah. and stuff. It's like, let's talk about The Killing Joke. And say, The Killing Joke, I'm sure this book has been talked about over and over and over again. So we don't want to, like, I guess, do too uh, redundant of a deep dive, but we do have some stuff to talk about with this comic. Okay, oh, yeah. so first thing I want to point out here is I do love this walkthrough um, Arkham. I do love that we get to see, like, you know, Two-Face, and who is this here? That's, uh... So, a uh, thing to point out again, first panel is the rain and the ground. That's important, because that comes up. We get it the comes lights. full circle, yeah. yeah. And that's actually the whole theme of this comic, so we're going to talk right, about the, that. Right, the repetitive nature of their relationship, yeah. yeah. The, the cycle. So, and then the first line spoken are, there were these two guys in a lunatic asylum. That is, um, if you know the ending... The beginning of the joke, Joker tells that. Yep. Yeah. So that's so it's just set up. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's all set it's up. Really good and, setup. Yeah. And th- thinking about this whole scene symbolically again. I, again, this, so the scene we're talking about is Batman's going into the jail cell to interrogate the Joker, yes. and it turns out that it's just a stand-in. It's some guy who's had his face painted. So so Batman here is giving that speech of I've been thinking a lot lately about you, about me, and how we're gonna kill each other. Basically, like that's the whole gist of this. Like we're the whole thing is he's talking about how their cycle is never ending. But it's going to hit a crescendo. It's going to hit that boiling. It's going to escalate to something to where yeah. one of them kills each other, mm-hmm. and and it's to a fake Joker. It's symbolic for the fact that this plea is falling on like it would have either way, right? It's like yeah, mm-hmm. even if Joker was there, he's not yeah. there mm-hmm. to hear this. Yeah, yeah it's not, all a wasted attempt. Yeah, he's not hearing what mm-hmm. Batman is saying. Literally, but also like figuratively, he's not hearing that cry to end the cycle. The Joker in this comic is about to push the cycle where it's never been before. And God, Brian Boland's art. Oh, it's fantastic. This whole he draws the best Joker. This is the best comic book looking Joker. Oh, by far. That's why I love Arkham Origins Joker so much because it's basically this Joker just a little Mm -hmm. bit more modernized with like the scars. Yeah, because we do find out where the actual Joker is. And (laughs) this is a part that I thought was funny because uh, Joker's just kind of off. He's buying a theme park, which I guess from money he's stolen. Sure, why not? Yeah. I love this guy who is trying to sell the theme park, though, (laughs) because he has to know who this is. Yeah, exactly. This isn't year one. The Joker is a person. And he knows. Yeah, this is uh, this is like right before Barbara gets paralyzed. So like, like Nightwing's probably a thing. So like, Batman and Robin have been going for. A oh bit. yeah. So this guy's like, oh, this is the Joker, and maybe he'll buy it. This seems like a Joker and thing. You know that this guy knows that this theme park is gonna be turned into a murder factory. Oh yeah, he's and he's all on board. Like, <laughs> he's just like, I'm gonna take that money and go. Yeah, show me that money. Well, and here's the thing too is I love I love this intro too. It's like it's Garden Shadowly. Uh, it's like everything. Like it looks like. Well, like he, he tells him he's gonna kill people here. He's like, yeah. yeah, it's like everything looks lethal. He's like, oh, you don't like it? And then you get this one of my favorite pictures of Joker. He's just so fucking happy. Yeah. He looks so human here. And that's the thing yeah. I love about Boland is he can make Joker look human and then he can make him look not. Yeah, panel panel to panel differences is yeah. good because a lot of artists will draw the character the same way the whole time. But yeah, it's, exactly. this, it, it depends on the scene. Yeah. Um, quick thing too, we are uh we were looking at the version on the D, or not the DC. It was uh, oh yeah, we're reading the recolored modern yeah. version. Yeah, the, the so recolored modern version. I I like the old one because it gives this whole thing like this serene. I think they should both be red. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both. Yeah, one gives it like a more otherworldly feel, where this one is just so crisp. Yeah, they're both very different though, so they both accomplish different things. Yeah, so I think you should read them both. Yeah. Because the original coloring is really good too. Oh, it's it's not gorgeous. bad. Like they didn't yeah. recolor it because it was bad. It's yeah. awesome. It's got I, these I really telling, cool. I was telling Luke, it's kind of like a cyberpunk or yeah. like a, a Blade Runner. It's type like a lot field. of purples, like yeah, yellows. a lot of neon colors, and it works. It's at a circus too. Yeah. So it's like it's like those lights might be occurring naturally. 
Yeah, there's a couple different versions of him up there. I like that. Oh, and here comes the yeah, big... Yeah, and after that, here's the big setup for the, the story, because this is the part where, you know, Barbara and... Uh, her dad are hanging out. She, yeah. like, had plans with a friend, but she's like, I'm going to go see my dad. Yep. Lucky for Joker she was there. Did he know? I don't know if she actually had plans with a friend. I think she was going to go be Batgirl. Yeah, this is where Joker kind of goes through. This happens for a few pages where uh, he's just oh, tormenting man. Gordon through all these different things. He's got these little babies that he's dragging, well, just trying to yeah, draw he's, him got, he's got a bunch of disturbing. Yeah, he's got a bunch of like he's got like the Siamese twins who are connected to him. Yeah, he's got like, like the two-headed babies. He's yeah, got the all, all the fat. circus freaks have, I guess, teamed up to help him for some reason. Yeah, and Jim Gordon's like naked, being pulled by his neck, and they're like down. And Joker's got this like weird. Baby, yeah, it's like a, a a baby doll like parts mountain. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, a a toy throne, like a ba- <laughs> yeah. a doll throne, and he's sitting on top of it. That's probably a, a really iconic Joker picture of him just sitting on yeah. the throne with his hat tip with that <laughs> and with that line. line yeah, because it's <laughs> like, please tell me what I'm doing here, and it's like, um, doing you're doing what any sane person in your appalling circumstances would do. You're going mad. And, yeah, and, like, that's, <laughs> and that's kind of the whole point of his plot here is because I... Yeah, exactly. It's that, like, right. he's just proving that everyone else is like him. Mm-hmm. Nah. Right. Yeah, Joker's whole thing is, like, escaping. Like, you know, don't even think about it. Just go crazy because yeah. it's easier. Yeah. God, yeah, this is when Gordon kind of goes through torture. It's where he's, like, being tortured with, like, yeah, I shot, you know, Barbara and took a bunch of pictures. And then... Yeah. So he's going through a really bad time. And then we finally get Batman coming up on the scene. Yeah, and finally Batman's, like, he's doing Batman work. Like, he's finding Joker. And it's he's, cool. It's another part where there's no dialogue. It's just you see him and you know yeah. what he's doing. Like yeah, you don't need dialogue. Like, dude, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have their. They do. Do you kind of go through like a, a fight? Kind of. Joker's telling him like the way you your philosophy kind of infuriates me. Like you trying to make sense of the world. Like I, I hate this about you. Yeah, and like, he's. You, I, I, I'm trying to pr- trying to prove a point here. Yeah, it's like and something happened to you. I can tell something yeah. like that happened to me. Sometimes I remember one way, sometimes I remember it another. If I'm going to have a past, I prefer it to be multiple choice. Mm-hmm. That's good. And That's then, a good line. And then you get yeah. you get this beautiful ending. It's like, do you know what triggered the last world war? An argument over how many telegraph poles Germany owned its war debt creditors. Telegraph poles. He's laughing. I'm like, That's more just a reference to that. But it's like, it's all a joke. Everything anyone ever valued or struggles for, it's all a monstrous demented gag. And the reason he feels like that is because at the end, everyone's going to die anyway. Yeah, it's no like escapism. Yeah. Yeah. No one's going to remember anything. So what's the point of putting value in any of it? But he looks so human here as he's like, so why can't you see the funny side? Batman just absolutely brutalizes him. Yeah, it's a classic Joker Batman fight. And I like, love Joker's how it hanging ends. on as be- as good as he can. And Joker's like, he's got this like look at his face, like, ah, I got you. I got this gun. And it's like bang. He's like, God damn it. <laughs> and he, he finds it like almost funny. He's like, oh shit. It's empty. He's like, well, yeah. be waiting for. Yeah, this is this is that confrontation we're talking about at the end where it's yeah. just very lucid because he's talking to Joker. He's like, this is when he finally gets that speech across. He's yeah. like, listen, we're gonna keep attacking each other. Like, this is gonna go on until one of us kills each other so just let it end here like i can help you like you're sick we can get you help like mm-hmm. and there's a moment where like he's saying that and then there's this last moment where joker looks back and it's like you he's almost gonna say and he's like yeah, and then, yeah that's that he's like it's too late and he's yeah. like no sorry but it's too late for that far too late but he immediately they d- i love that they kept this in the same panel to give the like acceleration of this. he like, changes he, the subject immediately immediately yeah. this reminds he's like, me let's not ha- <laughs> forget that yeah this, this reminds me of a joke you see, there were these two guys in a lunatic asylum, very clearly framing them in the thing. Yep. And so this joke is about them. Yeah. So as I'm going to actually read through this. And one night, one night, they decide they don't like living in the asylum anymore. So like they're saying, they're both trying to get out of the situation they're in. They decided they're going to escape. So one of them's going to go too far. So like they get up on the roof and they're, and they, and there, just across this narrow gap, they see the rooftops of the town stretching away in the moonlight, stretching away to freedom. 
Uh, now, the first guy, he jumps right across him, Bruce, with no problem. <laughs> and his friend, his yeah. friend, Derek, make the leap. You see, you see, he's afraid of falling. He's afraid of what happens if he finally, if he would just let himself feel again, like normally, like a normal person. If he would like allow himself to be like, oh, lives matter. Oh, that, like he was afraid of what would happen. He's afraid of yeah. that responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So the first guy has an idea. Hey, so this is basically Bruce reaching out his hand to Joker is this next part of the Joker. He says, hey. I have my flashlight with me. I'll shine it across the gap between the buildings. You can walk along the beam and join me. That's him. Like, I can help you. Yeah. And it's like, but the same guy is like, oh, he says, what do you think I am? Crazy? And this is the actual punchline of the joke, yeah. <laughs> turn off when I was halfway across. Not, like, the whole point of that joke is like that he, he would fall anyway. Right. Like, that's not the way to help him. Like, that's not how this ends. And then he like, he laughs. He's like, oh, excuse me. I, I, I do gets, think the joke by itself is kind of funny. It actually is a pretty good joke. And then Batman gives him what he's never given him before, which is this laugh. And they laugh together with the police lights on. And notice how we have laughter coming from both sides. We have the we have the ha ha's ha ha. Yeah. You see where is, Bruce's yeah. hands are going. They're going up around his neck. Then the laughter stops. The light turns off. That light, that gap, like the the light from the joke yeah. turns off, and we are back at the... like. That is the cycle. That's the thing. When I first read Killing Joke, I'm like, oh, yeah, no, he didn't kill him. But then I read it again, like maybe a year or two later, I'm like, oh, no, he fucking killed him. So it's like, I don't know. Different times, I get different... I'd have to sit down and read again, word by word, everything again. So, um, But yeah, that'll do it for The Killing Joke. We did... Uh, we, we Like I said, we're going to do a, a deep dive on both of those comics, because we're doing a, the, this Joker episode here. Yeah. Um, but after this, we are going to be talking about the Joker movie itself, the adaptation. So uh, we'll be back with that. All right, everybody. And we are here on the final section of our Joker episode. We are actually going to cover the movie now, finally. Um, for this part, I don't think we need to talk through a, a lot of the plot, because I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you've either seen the movie... Or you're going to listen to this later once you Pause have seen it. and go watch the movie. Yeah. yeah, just go see it. I mean, if you don't want to pay for it, sneak in. Be do, Pull a joker. Sneak your way in there. <laughs> he the does movie. that in the movie. He sneaks into a theater. Yeah, so oh, yeah. there you go. See, he's teaching you lessons. <laughs> Hopefully that's the only lesson you pick up from him. Yeah, yeah literally the only one. <laughs> oh, no, the, if the news is to be believed, you'll pick up every lesson, whether oh, yeah. you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh, this movie, I, I, I think we're going to have mixed thoughts on this, because I, I haven't talked to you guys about this at all yet. So I'm yeah. wondering if I'm on the same level about this movie as you guys are. It'll be interesting to see. Okay. Um, I guess we can just throw it out there. I mean, for I mean, we can talk about generally the plot in general. I don't want to go into too much detail. Yeah, yeah. But it starts out with Arthur. He's you know mentally ill, lives with his mom. Um, he has kind of these fantasies that go through his head all the time. Yeah. There's a very running theme where like the poor are like uh, all their programs are being cut, especially for the mentally ill. So he kind of is starting to lose more of his mind as the movie goes on and the yeah. trash is there's a trash strike because the um garbage workers aren't being paid that's enough. one thing i really like yeah. gotham is gross yeah. and gotham should be gross yeah. Oh, yeah i think that's i think this made a really this is the best gotham city we've seen in live action since batman begins yeah yeah and this is better than batman begins i think this is like real gotham I, yeah yeah yes it's, it's but also i can't like, be gotham i i i'd say yes and no batman begins also has like just the views of gotham it looks so stylized and like, it does look gothic. a little more modern yeah but this is old-timey gotham yeah, yeah, this is. It feels. This is like '80s Gotham. Well, this yeah. feels like a place you could like actually live in. It'd be a dumpster where the Batman Begins one. It just feels like this gothic like wasteland. Of yeah, a city. it's a, yeah, it's a little off, but um. So yeah, all this funding's getting cut. Oh, he's got oh, that. Uh, I was burping. He's like start over. You could. I'm sorry. He's got uh all the funding and everything's being cut. The garbage workers are on strike, so everything everything around Arthur is like falling apart. Oh, yeah, can we can we talk about how the whole angle of him having I. 
there's a name for it, but his whole laughing. Disorder, oh, I like that a lot. I like that angle. That was a lot. that was a really good take, and that's mainly what I took away from this movie that I liked was that the character itself of the of I guess he was only the Joker at the really end, but the character itself was great. Yeah, and Joaquin oh, yeah. Phoenix played him really Killed well. Killed it. Yeah, yeah, and like all the little things, all the mannerisms, and like that part with the disease. That's a really good reason for him to like. That makes it more tragic. I exactly. like that. Um, well, I like. At the end, like he talks about it too. He's like, I always thought like I was trying to hide the laughter, but it's like, no, I've just always been laughing at the wrong things, but it's because I found them funny. Yeah. Like, and that, that's, that's when, a better line than my life's a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one, yeah. That one's a little yeah, the on whole, the nose. It, it's, it's not a tragedy, it's a comedy. Yeah. Well, you had already phrased it better with that funny, first yeah. line. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and what I like too is that they really go out of their way to establish early on he is an unreliable narrator. Yeah. He, like, he just. Everything you are seeing might not be true. Like, did those kids actually break the sign and beat him up? We don't know. Because that's. So- I think that part did happen because he does get fired from his job for it. Well, because yeah. we the boss says, well, did you steal the sign? No, he actually doesn't get fired for his Although job. I, I, would, I would really like it if that part was not canon and that it was his mind because that part was very weird to me. I well, was like, all this over a sign? No, he, he didn't get fired over the sign. He, he, he got, got fired over the. The gun. Oh, was it the gun that yeah. he got fired for? Oh, he definitely got in trouble for the sign. Yeah, they he said he'd have to pay, had to for, pay it. back for it. Yeah. Isn't that just two planks of wood painted yellow? Yeah, <laughs> it's like a dollar. I think you could just replace that and he yeah. would not notice. No. Um. Also, the gun itself, like, did that guy actually come up? Like, because he, the guy giving him the gun is also another unreliable thing because earlier on with the short, or later on with the short guy, he said, you're the only one who was ever nice to me. But when he comes up with the gun, he's like, oh man, you gotta have this gun to protect yourself because I worry about you. It's like, mm-hmm. That's what Arthur wants. Arthur wants people to care about him, but do they? Yeah. So when he, when that like, guy sells him out later, yeah. yeah, yeah. When the guy sells him out later, and then like he said, no, he sold it to me, and the guy's like, what the fuck? No, mm-hmm. I think that guy's telling the truth. Yeah. But that's the thing. You're not like some people see it that way. Some people see it the other. And that's the point of the Joker. And I'm like, ah, they did it. Right. <laughs> and th- the thing is too, and they, there were a lot. Of, the unreliable narrator was a part I liked, but it also did force moments for me where something was in the so movie unbelievable. that was so unbelievable but then it turns out that it actually did happen and i'm like wait what wait, what, what, what part, part? like my the part that i thought was really unbelievable was where the it's what gets him on the show like where they're doing almost like the what's uh, that show on mtv where they just watch youtube videos and comment on it ridiculous ridiculous yeah, yeah. he's basically doing ridiculousness on his old school like talk show which yeah. doesn't happen I do have a note on here, which is pretty cool. Like, once we get closer to his actual transition of the Joker, that scene in the subway. Oh, God, I love... It's awesome. Dude, yeah, it was good. He felt so Joker. There's a mannerism he does as he comes out of the train car that straight up looks like it was out of the animated series. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, the way he slides head first and kind of snakes his body out of the just car. Just goofily, yeah. yeah. It's just like... And then he, like, takes off the mask. I'm like, that was the Joker. The w- that was the first... That, uh, in my head, I made a mental note. That was the first moment I went... That's the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. No. Character wise, he nailed it. Like, but the, the note I had about that subway scene was like, it, the way it escalated was really good. But I was having trouble believing the escalation at first because, like, imagine that you're on this subway by yourself with me, even with a couple buddies, and like you're kind of like a little bit wasted, and this is dark, really creepy subway. Yeah. And like this woman walks away from you, and you're like, all right, I'm just gonna chill on the subway. Yeah. And then you just see this guy alone, laughing, dressed, laughing to himself, uncontrollably. Oh, you're talking over. about that subway scene. So I thought you were talking about the one f- later in the film. Yeah. So I mean, my my. This is where the movie kind of loses me because I feel like this movie 
you have a character that really works and a progression that works and a really good setup to make him that character. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be something else going. There's, I feel like it's the part of the movie's missing, which well, is they that had like, the whole you know class warfare Tom, thing. Thomas Wayne. Well, yeah, there's a message there, but if, if I, they have a Thomas mixed Wayne's message. Son. They have at best a mixed message in this movie. Both sides were pieces of shit, and then at the end, nobody wins. Well, that's a, yeah, yeah. I, well, I think yeah, that's true. Well, he doesn't get help, so they create like. That, that's so the, the problem with him. not getting help is he then he becomes who he is oh, no, and everything falls in yeah. part on top of itself because when you when the top don't ca- take care of the bottom or the healthy don't ca- take care of the sick right. the whole system will collapse on itself and, and that's, that's what a happens, good message that's yeah. what happens to Gotham at the end there yeah. the system literally imploded on itself and now you have the Joker yeah, yeah. and that's why like he's not the Joker until the end mm-hmm. in my mind like I w- I saw that what there's one scene where he's running away from the cops. And he had that one mannerism where I'm like, all right, that's a joker. But even during the speech, he was still Arthur in my mind. It was after he yeah. shot him. Yeah, and, and, and there's parts, too, where like he, he was very clearly being a... F- like, Thomas Wayne is a piece of shit in this movie. They but made him a super piece he's, of shit. He's awful. I hate him he, so much. He's not redeemable at all. In no, he's movie. irredeemable. Yeah. Well, well he, a, he does have another thing. Is that just how Arthur's here, like thinking about him and hearing yeah. him? Because like he's he's cartoonish. That, that may be another. Unre- yeah, but I feel like I feel like we're meeting him more than halfway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, maybe, but I feel like I don't know if we got enough hints that the reliable's uh, that the narrator's that unreliable. But think yeah, about it, it from this yet. way too. Thomas Wayne was born into like riches. He how like think about Greg Marcus, another like that's a person who was born into riches. <laughs> think about him. There's like, a reference everyone here's gonna get. <laughs> well, just think about someone like that. You know, like a millionaire, someone who's born a millionaire. Yeah, sure. and any any CEO are them from yeah. the bottom. Yeah, they don't know any. Of yeah. So like when he's like, yeah, they like they they want my help. They want like. Again, it's a cartoonishly evil look at that type of character, but like it's it's kind of the inverse of what we usually get. He's usually cartoonishly good. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, I will save Gotham. Yeah. Oh no, I was shot, or else I would have saved the world. I, I, I think my problem is more that like the the civil unrest I really like, but I think it should have been sparked by something a little different because you don't the civil yeah, unrest shooting being, three Wall Street guys. Yeah. Like, like usually civil unrest is because someone like. Like died and you're upset about it. Yeah. Like you're not. They're not usually about someone murdered and you're like, yeah, more murder because that just means everyone below is a piece of shit. Yeah. I mean, like I don't is, know if that's a good message either. It is Gotham. It is Gotham. I know, but yeah. This is a place that needs a Batman in like 20 years. That's yeah. my whole point. Is this movie needs a Batman? Well, yeah, that's the thing. I well, I think that's kind of yeah. cool how it stresses like this is what Gotham looks like without a Batman. Because I, I think everything in this movie works. I just don't think it's enough. Yeah. I, I think you need that foil. It doesn't have to be Batman even. It could I it could have just been one of the cops. I wish I it still, was Batman. I, still I agree. I think this should have happened at a time where there was a Batman. It absolutely should have because this yeah. all would have been so much better if there was that foil. That exactly. counter. Too. Yeah. Yeah, there wasn't enough of a counter. Because someone I, who had a perfect, and, that, and that's why the movie, like, it was a great movie. But like, I just left that movie feeling so like just uncomfortable and just so like. I think that's the point. But oh yeah, I still think it would have been better with Batman, and I think no it would have been better if he was, I don't know, a little more in control as the Joker. I think that's my biggest problem is that I. I never got the Joker I wanted, but that's just me being very, very picky. That's like if you were reading, like, or if you were watching like a Daredevil thing, and he never was quite the Matt Murdock you wanted, right? Or to like be. he he never cared about being a lawyer or something. Or like, like that, Superman, yeah. like yeah. He, like you know, watching Superman like in Man of Steel, you probably watch Kill Zod. Like, you're like, why are you this? Why are you killing that man? You're, you're, like, you're so close to what I want, but you're yeah. just not quite right. I, I, I was with you this whole movie. I yeah. think it kind of works because like he's kind of hesitant at first. Like he doesn't want to. Like he's not just gonna go balls out crazy murder like right. Well, yeah, no, off I don't bat. want that, but I want him to be more in control. Like I think I, you just maybe should have had that scene where he kills the guy on the talk show halfway through the movie. Yeah, it came too late. Yeah. 
Because like he he's only the Joker. We talked about this at the very end of the movie. Yeah. Like it's basically when he when he gets in the car crash. And he, I was he getting makes really into it. He makes that a smile That's with such the a great scene. I was getting. Re- I was like, all right, I'm digging this movie. What's going to happen ends. now? And then I was like, oh, and it's then over. he's in the yeah. asylum, and it's like, Ugh, did the whole movie even happen yeah. at all? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it did. And then the, it's there's a weird and of course we had to see the Waynes die one more time. Oh, oh of yeah. course. I rolled my eyes so hard at that I part. Know, I was like, <laughs> you saw the clown go into the alley with them. You're like. Come on, yeah. yeah. That, that, that's but they, I mean that that's my main problem with this movie. It's, it's just, a stretch. It needs that force of good, yeah. to kind of tie everything together. Exactly. I yeah. Think. There's there's no optimism in that movie. No, not I at mean, all. And I, I hate just pointless pessimism. But then again, that's the Joker's thing. Like I, I, that's what I was gonna say. I'm like, that's kind of the point of the that's Joker. That's his though. thing. It's the, take, point, it's the point of the Joker, but he's that he has that point because it's a foil to Batman's point. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. understand that completely. Yeah. But they wanted to make a Joker, uh, a Batmanless Joker movie, so that's what it's gonna be. It's gonna you're be, right. No, you're right. That's what. That's what you're gonna get. It's yeah. gonna be ironically a tragedy. That's the meal yeah. you ordered. Yeah, it's a tragedy, and that's that's funny because he's like, "Oh, my life's a comedy, not a tragedy." It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking. It's depressing. It's sad. It's dark. It's uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think that's Joker, especially without Batman there to be his foil. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah. So I, I I would say I mean if I had to give the movie a score, I'd say I don't know. There's other movies that I would give a seven that I think are better than this. So I don't know. I think yeah, I was, I was gonna say what you're talking about. It sounds like you're giving it a six out of ten. I would give it a six or six point five. And, I, and that's and that's not a complete. That's not a. A lot of people give sixes as like a fuck you. I don't think it's no. A fuck you. Five is if five a, is average. Five then, is an average movie. Yeah. yeah. If five's an average movie, I'd say this is one point above that. I'd give yeah. it a solid seven. Okay. I was gonna say seven or eight for me. Like I said, like, I just think the movie needs a stronger IMDb point to it. It's got like a nine. And I, well, I get, but but like the Rotten yeah. Tomatoes is like a fifty. Oh, true. Yeah. Like so. you're completely right that if you're gonna make a movie about the Joker, it's gonna be all like hopeless pessimism. Yeah. I, that's I just, just not your cup of tea. Where I tend to like that kind right. of stuff. I like. I, I enjoyed it. I could take in that like viewpoint and be like, okay, yeah, I understand this. Yeah. Without being like, oh no, I understand. I just think. Oh it's, yeah, not that you don't yeah. understand. Sorry, that was a bad way to frame that. But just, I don't. Like, you tend to like. It was like our interpretations at the end of the Killing Joke. You like. The it's vic- like what you, you like, enjoy reading. You yeah. like the yeah. victory. You like right. the the good guys winning. I like sometimes. I like the bad guys winning. Yeah, I I I, just, it, I think the bad guys can win. I just think it needs to have a message that's like, this is what we need to do better, you know. But uh, but yeah, that'll do it for our, our uh, oversized Joker episode here, <laughs> <laughs> our, our uh, annual special. Oh, and yeah. if it's and if this is two parts, cool. If it's one part, cool. we'll see how it ends up. It yeah. could be either one. This thick boy of an episode. Hey, thanks for having me. I'll be <laughs> oh of course. I'll be happy to Anytime. be here for like Spider Man, Venom, Spider Gwen, uh, shit like. that. I will let you know what we're reading for sure. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, happy to have a guest on here. Yeah. Um. But yeah, th- thanks everybody for joining us. One thing I do want to call out here at the end is that if you do, I called this out at the beginning, but just. If you're following us, uh, follow us on Agents of Podcast. We're trying to build that up here just so we can get, just so I can feel like I'm tweeting at somebody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Uh, and uh, I'm going to plug myself and us. Oh, sure, yeah. Go, go sub to EKG, youtube.com slash EKG, baby. Oh, yeah, for sure. Watch the Let's Plays video. We, we, we the play video stubs. games. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's over there, too. Yeah, Paul's get the editor of the Coop Troop. Troop. Uh, him Josh. And Josh. Josh will definitely be on the our pod, this podcast here, too, eventually. Yeah, we're going to do Watchmen pretty soon. I think he'll be on those episodes. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I love Watchmen. Yeah, gonna yeah. Watch Watchmen. We're gonna kind of, yeah, we're gonna do uh, all twelve episodes in one, just because I think we're gonna breeze through that a little bit. Yeah, Watchmen's another one of those comics we'll where it yeah. it's yeah. been broken down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but thanks for watching. Uh, any closing thoughts, either one of you? Uh, um, any any last sentiments? My life is uh, not a tragedy. It's a mm-hmm. uh, gugum. <laughs> I, I think my life's a romantic comedy with not enough romance. <laughs> that, that's that's a tragedy. <laughs> oh, it's a tragedy. Oh, I guess I should be the Joker. This yeah, I guess. Well, I guess it's time for me and Eric to die. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. You guys want to hear a knock knock joke? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Uh.